0: And welcome to Bedtime Bible Boys. With Brock, Trey, and Theron TJ. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. We love you, Mom. And you too, Gail. Tonight we're going to finish reading Matthew chapter 8, the previous episode. We read both about Jesus healing diseases, driving out evil spirits, remembering that whatever the thing that we're dealing with is, that it cannot stand to the name of Jesus, to put it in its proper place compared to him. Jesus made the point to devout followers that really, they won't be able to follow him. They're not going to be able to follow through with following him in the way that they were talking about. And so I think, you know, Jesus throughout the scriptures is pointing us to our need for him, for his work, for his saving grace, not to rely on our own efforts to gain us any favor with him. He finishes this and we start again in verse 23. It says, Then he got into the boat, and his disciples followed him. Without warning, a furious storm came up on the lake, so that the waves swept over the boat. What was Jesus doing, Brock? Sleeping. He was sleeping. You know who's the only person? Why did I ask Brock what he was doing? Because he's the one who sleeps. Brock's the only one who could possibly sleep through a storm (laughs) when he was in a boat like that. (laughs) Yeah, and when we used to do it in Brock's room, he would always fall asleep. Oh, on Bedtime Bible Boys? Yeah. Yes, that's right. That was Brock sitting here. He could fall asleep. But he just doesn't. Yeah, but he just doesn't. I bet he can't because there's a chair and that's why was a bed. That does make it more difficult. So, you know, in some ways I guess you can be Christ like. And Brock epitomizes that with his ability to sleep in the midst of violence. <laughs> <laughs> Is that actually gonna be on there? Of course. Mom, yeah. where's where's the funniest place you've ever seen Brock fall asleep? The stairs. Like, his body on one stair and his head on the other? Yes. (laughs)
1: Maybe
0: across three steps. Across three, yeah, across two or three steps when he was young. Actually, you told me about a time when you were at a car wash and you took the little foot thing out of the car and you were vacuuming it. And while you were vacuuming the inside of the car, Brock fell asleep on that little mat. That was actually exactly what I was going to talk about, but it was going to be at our house dad was cleaning the truck or something yes <laughs> and Brock fell asleep on the floor mat in the driveway oh my god pretty funny yeah he also sat fell asleep once in a rocking chair with a big stuffed animal behind him and he just fell asleep <laughs> <sitting> <laughs> up <laughs> Brock's a sleeper he's just always been able to sleep he's just like his mom she sleeps too <laughs> Leave some for the rest of us. What do you mean? Not everybody sleeps as much or as easily as Brock and Mom. Yeah. Two-fifths of the family are big sleepers. Two-fifths, yeah, another two-fifths make it hard to fall asleep. And then one-fifth is in the middle. Harper, do you agree with that? Or are you a hard-to-fall asleep? I'm a hard-to-fall asleep. So she's saying three out of five. Well Mm -hmm. Harper doesn't think she falls asleep. She thinks she rests her eyes. Yeah. Even when she's actually sleeping, she thinks (laughs) she's doing this. Yeah, part of Harper. She's waiting the night out. I actually do that. Jesus was sleeping. Brock, you are correct. In verse twenty five, the disciples went and woke him, saying, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. Have you ever been there? Like, have you ever Have you ever been in a situation and thought to yourself, Lord, help me, I'm gonna hurt. I'm gonna die, I'm gonna fail, I'm gonna drown. You understand what they're saying is like, Lord, help us. But they didn't really know Jesus as Jesus, right? Jesus as the Christ, yet. They said, Lord, save us, we're going to drown. Jesus replied, you of little faith, why are you so afraid? What are some of the miracles they saw Jesus do? Healed. They saw him heal. What else did they see him do? Okay. You've seen him raise the dead? To Maybe not p- yet? No, okay, yeah, so we're not there, we're not there yet. We've seen him command? Well, command yeah. demons out of people. Command demons out of people. We've seen him heal, we've seen him command demons out of people. You know what we haven't seen him, what they haven't seen him do? Okay, that's one thing. Um, on why, why do you think the people are afraid right now? Because they don't, they do, like they don't know he can stop storms. That, yeah, that's right. They don't know that he's even lord over the forces of nature. There are people who put Mother Nature as like the highest thing. There are people who just believe that, right? That like Mother Nature is the highest thing. But actually, Mother Nature was created by Father God. How about that it's not a comment on men versus women it's a comment on god versus nature you understand what i'm saying yes. god created it none of it exists unless he says exist right the people didn't know they knew he could heal they knew he could drive out demons they didn't know that he could change weather right that was like showing another new. so they were afraid i'd have been afraid too he says you have little faith well, uh, my faith is little. I didn't know you could do that, <laughs> you know? I don't know if Jesus means it like insultingly. You always kind of read that and you think it's kind of insulting. I don't know if Jesus means it as an insult. He's like, you don't really have that much faith in me. it's like, no, I don't. Not that much, you know? But if you stop this storm, like, you know, maybe. Well, anyways, he says, then he got up and rebuked the winds and the waves and it was completely calm the men were amazed and they asked what kind of man is this even the winds and the waves obey him what's the answer to that question what kind of man is this he's god he's <laughs> lord that's right he's a god right that's what kind of man this is that's why he can command the demons out with just a single word That's why he can put his hand on somebody and they will be completely healed. That's why he can tell the winds, stop, and the winds will obey, right? It's because he's God. He is under control of whatever he chooses to be under control of, right? That's the created, he's the creator. He's higher than it all. Beautiful sunset's a beautiful thing. It's easy in the eyes of the Lord. The things that we marvel at with geology and how the earth was formed, just beautiful things we see in nature, how big the the ocean is, these things are simple, right? They're easy in the eyes of the Lord. When he arrived at the other side in the region of the Gadarenes, two demon-possessed men coming from the tombs met him. Nasty. So these two men were demon-possessed. And where do demon-possessed people hang out? Deathly places? Yeah, a bunch of other dead stuff, right? Now, you might find demon-possessed people elsewhere, but if you believe somebody to be demon-possessed, which I think is fairly rare. It exists, but I think it's fairly rare, you know, in Jesus' time. And I don't know that. I'm just saying that I I think uh, somebody being weak in the flesh is not the same thing as being demon-possessed, right? A demon-possessed would mean a spiritual being that's not yours not God has entered you and is of the devil it's a scary thought okay Um, so they they were in they were coming from the tombs they were hanging out in places where there's death they were so violent that no one could pass that way what do you want with us listen to what they call him what do you think they call him Jesus passing by listen what do you want with us Son of God. It's crazy. Notice they knew. Right? They knew. They knew who he was. They immediately knew who he was. What do you want with us, Son of God? They shouted. Have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? Notice the devil knows the play. Like he knows the play God's running. In a sense. Does that make sense? Like he knows what's going to happen. He was told that. We don't, we're not going to go over it anymore. Hundred percent. But do you remember when he was told that? Whenever he was a part of heaven. That's not when he was told. He was cast out. The first time he was told that there would be a savior, and that you would strike his heel, and that he would crush your head. Oh, is so when um, the snake happened. has sinned. Yeah, that's right. The serpent, the sin. Like just after creation, right? The story of Adam and Eve being tempted, right? The yes. devil embodied the serpent. And God handed out a punishment and he gave a prophecy and he gave a prophecy about the offspring of the woman, right? Now, we weren't talking about Cain or Abel, although some people do believe that that's the reason Cain was so out of control was because that Eve heard God's prophecy. She understood God's prophecy, but she thought it was gonna be her offspring. It would be her offspring way later down the road Right. So many great, 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 greats later. A long ways, but that's where I think Cain probably had a false identity that he was raised to believe that he was the son of, that he was the savior of the world, and he wasn't. And nobody's meant to live with that kind of pressure on their shoulders, right? We shouldn't be putting that pressure on our shoulders that we're going to be our own savior and that we're going to fulfill the law and that we're going to save humanity. No, those were uniquely made for Christ, right? Cain lived his life under so much pressure, so much jealousy and hatred that he hated his brother, and he killed him. But from that point on, Satan knew the plan, right? Satan knew the plan. He understood the prophecy. He knew the plan. Have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? They knew who he was. Jesus hadn't revealed this yet to his disciples, though. So Jesus wouldn't have wanted them knowing He had his own reasons for this, but he wouldn't have wanted them exactly knowing yet who he was. Does that make sense? Mm. Although if they knew their Bibles very well, they should be able to tell because he was fulfilling prophecies already. Like the previous night said it took a verse out of Isaiah and said he was fulfilling it. In verse 30, some distance from them, a large herd of pigs was feeding. The demons begged Jesus, if you drive us out, send us into the herd of pigs. So they didn't want to be just left out. They wanted to go and destroy something. He said to them, go. So they came out and went into the pigs. And the whole herd, what did the whole herd do? They ran them over a cliff? That's right. The whole herd ran over a cliff. The demons entered. All they did, all they wanted, all that was on their heart, all that was on their mind was they wanted to destroy. Okay? sin from Satan, right? Sin, three things, what does it do? Steal, kill, and destroy. Steal, kill, and destroy. Demon-possessed, right? Satan-possessed, in a sense. Sinful, it enters the bodies of two men, destroys their whole lifestyle, right? Basically destroys them. Gets cast into pigs and immediately wants to destroy. Right when we choose to leave the light that Christ has planned for us and walk in the darkness of sin, have we lost our salvation? Absolutely not. Your salvation is secure. Okay, you come to you, accept Christ, you are sealed. You understand? Sealed, you're his child. In the same way, you guys will never stop being my child. You could do everything, you could become adults, and you could live in the exact opposite way that I'm trying to bring you up and do the exact opposite things and be everything that me and mom are pouring our hearts out to telling you there's emptiness there. You can do all those things and choose those things. You're still my children. It's never gonna change, right? Once you come to God, accept Christ, believe on Him, right? You're, sa- you're saved through Him. You're His child. You're never gonna lose that. Not if you go off into the darkness, You don't lose it. When we leave the light and we go to the darkness, we choose destruction in this life, right? We choose to live in a place where we know that what can await us is things that will kill, steal, and destroy. So we choose destruction. We choose to walk out of peace and into destruction. It's our choice. It's our choice right but that's all that they wanted to do they wanted to get into the bodies of those pigs and they wanted to destroy something right so they rushed down the steep bank or they came out they went into the pigs and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank and into the lake and died in the water those tending the pigs ran off went into the town and reported all this including what had happened to the demon-possessed men then the whole town went out to meet jesus And when they saw him, they pleaded with him to leave their region. It's very interesting why they would want Jesus to leave, right? Yeah, because all the pigs were away. I mean, obviously that wasn't very helpful to that person's farming. Um, Maybe because they thought um, Jesus would give out demons to people. Would give out demons? Like, would cast demons into people who me what they thought. They could have been, yeah, I mean, that that's a good point, Brock. I mean, here in the footnotes it says, they feared Jesus' supernatural power. It's like it was too, it was hard for them to understand. They didn't know if he was good or bad. They just knew that he was incredibly powerful and they kind of feared it, right? They had never witnessed that kind of power before. They were also upset about losing their herd of pigs, I'm sure, right? So I think you're right. It had to, They were just afraid. They were just afraid and they didn't know how to deal with that. And they said, you know, we would rather, we would rather not deal with you. And it's not any too much different than if you remember when the Israelite people came to the foot of Mount Sinai, they said, God, we want to know your law. We want to know your law. It's what we want to do. If we know your law, then we can please you. When the Lord was like, just be my people, right? Mm. But the people want a law. So what did God give them? A law. God gave him the law. Do you remember what happened? They were. At the foot of the mountain? Yeah. They started partying and making false gods. But before that, when God was giving the. Actually, when God was writing the Ten Commandments, they were all at the foot of the mountain. They were just waiting. Yeah, they were scared. It scared them. They had never seen that kind of power. They had never seen God, like, you know, manifest like that and it scared them. The people were scared. They left there and they wanted Moses to be the spokesperson for them. They did not want to deal with God themselves. They sent Moses up and they said, Moses, you deal with God. This is far too much for us. We can't handle this. They were afraid, right? But God didn't want to make them afraid, but he's powerful. You know, he's powerful. If your heart is set on like, I'm gonna please him. I'm gonna make him happy. I'm gonna, it's like you are underestimating how powerful he is. Just let him be your God. Let him be your father. Let him be the powerful one. Quit trying to be the powerful one. Let him be the powerful one. So it's not the first time it happened where people were afraid. And I think that was what they saw there. They didn't understand Jesus' power and they were afraid of him. that concludes chapter eight. It was pretty fun. It was long. I love you kids. Love you too. You guys are good kids.